and gentlemen, we are back. Um, who thought we would be back? But you, you are listening to You Podcast, and my name is Asim Bernie, and I'm joined by my regular co-hosts, Martin and Amand. And uh, this week we're talking about just one movie because um, we want to warm up. It's been a while. Um, we want to talk about Dragon or. Does anybody want to try how to pronounce it? The original title, Amazon <laughs> Martin. I think. Uh, well, I'll just go with uh, Wusha. I think it's Wusha, right? Um, I'm not sure. I, I think you guys are both wrong. The movie's not called Dragon, dude. That's a rookie mistake. It's called EFM Space 2012 Space 002. <laughs> yeah, apparently, <laughs> apparently our, our screener was giving us some sublim- subliminal message, but uh, Marty was Marty was lucky enough to see it actually in theater, so he didn't get that experience. Oh wow, I'm jealous of you because throughout the whole film, Marty, we had huge centerfold EFM Space. 20, 2012 space 002 it just fucking drove me mental I'm like why did Asim do this to me like seriously yeah yeah I, I was actually I, I was uh, I was a bit disappointed by the by the quality of the screener too but yeah I was gonna tell you is it normal they give us screeners that look so shady like that no this is the first time man <laughs> I've not had a, a had a such bad screener before but even I, I think the audio uh, the, the picture quality wasn't that great but uh, yeah and and that's a pity because that film was amazingly shot. It was, it was. It um, was very beautiful. Yeah, it was, and uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a shame, but you know, gifted horse, the mouth, and all that kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> um, Whore? What? Sorry. <laughs> that it means don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about gifted horses. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe gifted horses do look you in the mouth. I don't know. <laughs> but um, so, Marty, man, you had the first opportunity to see it, um, and even a while back, right? Because that's the first thing about this movie. The releasing well, is release date is all over the place, right? Yeah. I mean, I. I saw um, I saw a preview screening. Uh, it must have been late March, very early April, because I I mean I posted a a short little review on the third of April. Um, so that that's as, yeah. I basically I saw it a month ago. Um, it's, it's odd though because it's it's a completely new release in the in the UK, but uh, it's basically been out for uh, two years uh, since release in. Uh, I guess Taiwan and uh, and China and Hong Kong. Um, yeah. So I, I I don't know whether the I mean I have no idea what the original's like. Um, whether that was longer, whether this one is a, a completely cut down version for Western tastes or or whatever. I just don't know. Um, there are twenty minutes apparently cut from. Yes, the I w- I wanted to tell you guys. I saw the actual movies an hour thirty eight minutes, but we ha- we got about. An hour and fifteen minutes, man. Yeah, and there were moments where I felt that something was missing, like it, yeah, something yeah, had yeah. cut off or something like that. But uh, yeah, and Ahmed, man, for once you can complain. This movie came out earlier in Belgium than it did in UK. <laughs> like I don't get this. Like you know, it's it's Belgium. Yeah, so you got it at least like a year earlier than the UK, and the US yeah. still hasn't seen it. It's going to be thirty November the release. So uh, well in advance. That's for, really for, strange. That's really weird. Yeah, it's, it comes uh, out in Belgium first, then the UK, and then the US. Yeah, yeah, they mm. have their priorities straight, man. <laughs> yeah, I think the sky is going to fall on my head. <laughs> 
So, um, Marty Man, since you wrote up the review already, which you can find at youpodcasting.com, um, maybe just give us like a short, uh, I mean, do you still, I mean, is, is it still a movie that has stayed with you a month later on? Is it still fresh? Did it I like it. Mark? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I can give a little, um, a little synopsis, um, for you, um, Basically, you've got Donnie Yen, who's, play, who's playing uh, Liu Jinji, who's a village craftsman. Uh, he's leading the quiet life. Um, but basically, two gangsters come along, kind of destroy his, his peaceful life. Um, he sort of saves the, uh, the shopkeeper from, from dying. Reluctantly. Uh, <laughs> like, really yeah. reluctantly. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, I mean he, makes a, he makes a very hard task of it. Yeah. Um, and then you have um, uh, Zhu Bai Zhu, uh, played by uh, Takeshi Kaneshiro, I think. Yeah. Um, and he's the he's a local policeman, and he kind of convinces himself that there's a little bit more to the the tale of the uh, the, the saving of the shopkeepers' lives. Um, and so he investigates, and that's when the film kind of gets interesting. Yeah, yeah. It it's kind of a. I mean, it's. I, I found it really refreshing because it was not a straight, um, like martial arts movie in, in in a way. Like you you seeing Donnie Yen like get beat up. Like I mean, not being you know like you you really start to wonder like why is Donnie Yen not just kicking ass straight away? Because that's what Donnie Yen does. You know, he has that Bru- Bruce Lee kind of way of fighting where he never gets hurt. You know, in all of his movies that I've seen. He never really gets hurt or he never really has an opponent that matches up to him. You know, he's unbeatable. So it was kind of fresh to see Donnie Yen in that situation, you know, where he's like getting beat up and you're like, what's going on here? Um, but Ahmed, man, what, what did you think of uh, Dragon? Well, before I get into Dragon, I'm going to make you guys laugh your asses off. And I'm blaming that on awesome 100%. Well, as usual, man. Like, well, any of course, of course, of course, of course. That's it, dude. It's all your fault, man. <laughs> like, he came to Brussels a couple of weeks ago. And he gave me the DVDs, like, check it out. Actually, he gave me the DVD because I said to him, oh, my God, I came across another remake of Ip Man and it's called The Last Fight. And he's like, yeah, I think this is it. We need no, to no, check no. it out. You didn't say the title, it. man. You didn't say the title. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I did say it's the new Ip Man film. Yeah, okay, that, and, yeah. And, and then he said that. So I was super excited. So I went into Dragon expecting Ip Man. You can't imagine my <laughs> fucking confusion within 20 minutes of the film. I'm like, where the hell is Ip Man? What is going on? <laughs> he's like, it, it's Ip Man, but not as we know him. Yeah. <laughs> Like, this is freaking awesome. Like, screw it, man. What the hell am I watching? <laughs> no, but honestly, you guys, this film, I thought, was like a fucking masterpiece, honestly. Like, I've never seen a martial arts film that has so much fusion in it. Like, I was seeing Sherlock in there. Yeah. I was seeing, uh, like, a freaking martial arts, like, never saw before. Uh, the first fight you guys talk about, for me, it's, like, definitely one of my favorites because I've never seen a fight that he's trying to mask his fighting abilities. Yeah. And and especially when the detective was, like, detecting all that and, 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 and like, inducing it and whatnot. Like, uh, really very, very fucking impressive and... Uh, for for once, like I saw an amazing like Asian film with a wow of a storyline, you know the kind of storyline that just throws you in the middle and you have to figure out everything. 
Yeah, I think like the first part, especially like it almost starts like um like a s- episode of CSI or Sherlock Holmes or something like that, you know. I think they're normal day, and it's up to you to figure out everything. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I just love that first scene where uh, where he you have the fight, and then uh, Takeshi Kaneshiro he kind of revisits the fight in it mentally, and he's like wow. looking at all these spots, and then you actually see what probably happened, and you're like, wow, this is this is like smartly yeah. done, you know, and even. You even go get those extreme zooms, and you go into the body parts like a CSI episode does. Yeah, it's uh, very CSI. Yeah, very, very nice. He was using like slow motion with like multiple angles. It was yeah. fucking crazy. Like, like I, uh, I wouldn't have minded if this was in 3D. Actually, like if this was in 3D, I think it would really. I mean, the visuals are so lush. Not just of the fight scenes and the the, the, the CSI scenes, but just of like the locations in China. It just looks so beautiful. Um, I, I this could have really been a a, a good 3D movie in a way. I, I know Marty. I know that. I'm adding something completely unnecessary for you, but uh, I just felt like, wow, this just looks so good. It might look even better in 3D. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you on that. So yeah, this film deserves like an IMAX screen with the, with 3D, man. Like yeah. uh, I've never seen uh, like such amazing choreography for a couple of years. Yeah, it's it was it, it blew me away, and I, I mean, I gotta say, like I saw, I knew about this movie a couple of like when it came out. I saw the trailer. I think. Almost a year, two years ago. So I, it had been on my radar, but I, it just kind of slipped because it did not come out. I didn't hear anything about it, you know. And uh, I love Donnie Yen. Um, I mean, especially after Ip Man, he's like one of the top guys doing martial arts movies. And uh, our good friend, uh, filmy girl um, Kara, has always been talking about Takeshi Kaneshiro, and I've n- not. I mean, I've seen him in a few movies, but he's never really stood out to me. Um, and I think that's because both him and the director of Dragon, Peter um, Chan, they don't necessarily make only martial arts movies. Um, mm. So both of their works, I'm not really, um, uh, I wasn't really that aware of, but um, I understand it. Like, I understand that adding those different approaches to a classic Don Yen movie has give, made Dragon something more than... You know, like a Dragon Tiger Gate or whatever as Don Yen has done so many times in the past, you know? And and I am... Yeah, I was, I was kind of blown away by this movie too. I mean, there are a lot of things that I did not like about it and that were just, like, annoying me. Um, and I want to kind of get into that a bit later on. But, uh, um, yeah, just about the performances. I think, yeah, Don Yen's great. Um, and I think he... I think he's really... He was really excelling in the scenes where he didn't necessarily need to fight. Um, I I don't know, like you know, like the first half of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I I thought he was great in that, and we never really get to see the we, do, we never get the chance to see Donnie in that way, right? No. I mean, he, he had a bit of that in Ip Man too, where he's like you know, like taking a step back and being a bit more cool about things and not wanting the fight. And uh, it had more of a dramatic effect um, to it, but I think that's why we all loved Ip Man, right? Yeah. Yeah. Marty, did you end up seeing both of them, or what? no? I didn't see the second one. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw the first one and loved it, though. So right. very, very good. Right. Um, but he's he's just good. I think Donnie Yen's good. He's, he's always um, in whatever I've seen him. Which is probably only two or three things actually. But um, yeah. no, he always gives quite a sensitive performance. I think. Yeah. 
And uh, actually, I think uh, Ip Man 2 is even on um, on uh, Netflix. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think you have a reason not to watch it. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, nice. dude, w- once you see the first one, you will want to see the second one without even, like, thinking twice about it. Yeah. But, dude, it's it's one of those movies you think you love the first one and then you just kind of forget about the second one more that, you know, you don't run, if you don't run out and get it, um, like on DVD or something like that, you just don't come across them that easily, you know. Um, I I think that's one thing in that happens in UK more than in uh, in uh, Belgium or France, where I just feel like martial arts movies get a bit more respect than they do here. I I don't know, it's just a general feeling, but I know like France. Uh, I was, the- was going to tell you, France, a hundred percent, without an argument, but Belgium. I'm not too sure about it, man. I mean, I just feel like when I was when I was living in Belgium, I used to watch a lot more martial arts movies, just like because they were like <laughs> presented as the top release, and you know, like it was always like on the forefront. Where I feel here, you need to go into a subsection of the Asian movies, and then you find uh, then you find the martial arts section. Uh, it's just yeah, it's just like uh, yeah, it's 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 a throwaway thought, but yeah, it was just something well, I was thinking yeah. about. Well, I don't know if you're that wrong with that thought. I mean, I think maybe there is something. To, to say about um, yeah maybe they're presented a little bit like they're B-movies ish yeah yeah um, that's not unreasonable to yeah. to draw that because you know even in, in terms of theatre releases I don't feel you know like uh, a Jackie Chan movie like maybe, okay maybe not now anymore but uh, a couple of years ago be- like in Belgium and France a Jackie Chan movie is still a big release you know oh, yeah, it's yeah, in yeah, theatres yeah, it's sure. everywhere I don't think that's the case in London or uh, a few other countries. So, yeah, same with Dragon. I think it, it just gets a bit more... With Ip Man, I think you just have the opportunity because you see it a lot more. You'll be like, oh, I haven't seen the second one, so let's pick it up. But, um, okay. So, uh, yeah. So, I, I think yeah, the first part is kind of built up with this like a CSI theme to it. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's, there's lots of elements in it. Um, there's this whole element of um, um, acupuncture in it, uh, which mm-hmm. I'd never really seen done this graphically before. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, and they're talking a lot about the Vargas nerve or something like that. Um, yeah, so what, what did you kind of think about that? And th- there's even a lot of, like... Um, like uh, I don't know if I should call it Buddhistic themes in it Like about There karma. was There was man yeah. I got that thing Yeah it's like uh, When one man sins We are all guilty yeah. And I mean It was really like A few very profound thoughts I thought I don't know Maybe I was just feeling a bit um, Cerebral Cerebral when I was watching it But um, It had some really Good core ideas About um, Like redemption About You know Like uh, Sin um, about what is what is 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 law above humanity? You know these kind of things. Um, well, I think I think I mean when I was thinking about these things um, after I watched the movie, um, you kind of have a duality of um, sort of uh, scientific, and you have that versus the kind of emotional and. Obviously, Takeshi's character is the very scientific one. And uh, when I said emotional, I actually meant spiritual. And mm-hmm. Donien is the more spiritual one with all the training and the, you know, everything else. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of mash them together. Right. And so you do have that mix of um, different sort of, uh, like, the, the ways of life and, and uh, you know, 
what means what and what's more significant for that and, and everything else. Mm. But I, I, the problem I had then that they set up these grand themes and they set up um, Takeshi Kaneshiro's character really well. But when kind of the the reveal happens midway throughout the film, they forget about all of that. <laughs> and there's really no resolution nowhere, you know? Like, we, we get a chance where we meet uh, Takeshi's wife and what happened there. And there seems to be, like, a lot of subplot that... I don't know if it was cut away. It I was going to tell you, I think it's just our copy, man. Yeah. I mean, that that is the copy that uh, is going to get released, right? It's not that it's, you know, we got a... Yeah, that's the that's the cut that's out, um, is outside of China, basically. Uh, dude, uh, an hour and fifteen minutes is way too little for such a film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I said it in my my little review. I just said it was very snappy. Um, mm. Mm. Like when I came out with Mei Ling, I was just sort of looked at my watch and thought, "That was fast." Wow, that was unbelievably quick. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize it was quite as... Sh- I mean, I was being cautious when I said coming in at under 100 minutes, um, which is normally pretty quick anyway. Anything in the 90 minutes is whatever. But yeah. I didn't realize it was quick as you were saying. But what I felt was that there was plenty of plenty of substance for uh, for Donnie Yen, but really not so much for uh, Takeshi. Yeah, um, <laughs> And yeah, they just kind of didn't really give as much backstory or they didn't develop his I mean I it, it just wasn't the it wasn't as didn't feel as complete yeah his kind of characterization didn't feel as complete and yeah. um I was just a little bit my main gripe I think was or is why was he so particularly dogged about mm. pursuing Donnie Yen yeah and and why was he in, so intent on basically causing an utter fucking shitstorm yeah. um, and ruining somebody's life. I, I think he's just struggling with those, with those themes of, you know, is law above everything is, or is it humanity? But again, it doesn't get a resolution, mm. so you just... His plan is bonkers. Like, his plan <laughs> is insane. Like, you know, he's like throwing yeah, Donnie... In, he, he's throwing Donnie <laughs> off a bridge. He's like, like <laughs> trying to stab him from the back. Like, why? Who gave this guy's jurisdiction to do all of this? Like, you know, what, what what's going on? Um... And I, again, I like they do give a bit of backstory, you know, like um, again, but um, about why he's doing this. That and again, like it didn't feel like the backstory was su- such a such a like a thing that would mark you for the rest of your life, you know, that he got poisoned because of a kid that he was trying to. He gave a like he gave a kid a second chance, and the kid poisoned him and his family. Uh, his own parents and the parents died and he got uh, he got poisoned and that's why he's doing acupuncture um, to kind of keep himself alive but I was also thinking maybe you shouldn't go out eating with the people you're, that are your suspects you know like, yeah. you, <laughs> like you're not a very pleasant house guest especially when he was having dinner with Donnie and family <laughs> 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 I was like, Donnie Yen should just snap this chopstick in your eye or something like that, you know? Um, 
but yeah but again speaking about um the the cutting of the story i was watching this other movie a while ago bangkok knockout <laughs> on, oh, yeah. on netflix and uh, i i like it cuz uh, i mean i, I was going to say that that was uh, <laughs> that just sounds like it could be a very adult movie <laughs> but, <laughs> Well, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be openly talking about it as <laughs> like casually throwing in <laughs> an Asian porn <laughs> movie, but <laughs> but uh, this was uh, this was actually directed by um, oh these names uh, Pana Ritikrai, um, who did uh, he was kind of a, t- a Tony Jaa's mentor and director of uh, Ong Bak and Bodyguard and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I kind of. I watched that thing and it was super short and to the point that I didn't even get the story and so I had to go on Wikipedia to figure out what I exactly happened and apparently they cut out like 40 minutes of the back story and the love story there was this whole love story in the movie that they just completely cut out of the non-Asian release just cuz I mean non-Asians are only watching it apparently for the martial arts and the kick-ass scenes so they just took out a whole thing apparently there was a whole song and dance uh, and a love story and they yeah, they just cut it off so I don't know what happened with Dragon man um there were uh, there were a lot of flashbacks man Ta- uh to Takeshi got um like three or four flashbacks and I mean I don't like that many flashbacks in a movie man I just one is enough for me <laughs> <laughs> It's like you have a a ra- you have a, a ratio of uh, flashback flashbacks per minute. I do no, man. Mo- no movie can exceed more than one flash. I hate the film. Fuck it. No, there's there's a few rules that I need. Like like you know like I I, I don't need more than two flashbacks. If a movie starts with a voiceover, like you know when a character is doing like a voiceover and narrating something, then I also feel that narration needs to go or throughout the movie or at the end at least. You can't like start with a voiceover and then never revisit that voice again. I just it just kind of annoys me. But um Uh, yeah. uh anything else you guys want to talk about before we start talking about the spoiler of the movie um cuz i want to talk about that a bit separately yeah let's let's destroy that film dude. let's go to spoilers <laughs> so yeah <laughs> bring on the spoilers so spoiler for whoever hasn't seen dragon um somewhere about midway um suddenly this turns into um uh a history of violence Uh, Dude, thank you. I was trying to pinpoint the name of the film for, like ever since two or three days. <laughs> thank you. So yeah, it just completely turns into a history of violence where uh, 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 Donnie Yen is pretty much Viggo Mortensen. Uh, <laughs> a history of violence being the 2005 uh, David Cronenberg movie. Um, although we didn't get a very graphic sex scene on a on a staircase, but hey ho. <laughs> um, <laughs> we did have goats on a staircase which was uh, which was pretty cool on dragon but uh yeah so we find out that um donnie yen's character is like this major he he's part of the 72 dragons which is a um, what what are they like did you guys did you guys figure out what they were apparently like, they were just the even current mafia yeah like some that, sort of that's gang that's essentially it they're like uh, uh, a clan of organized crime that's no one can screw it like you know yeah yeah but they seem to have some kind of very good like martial arts power yeah dude like metal doesn't apply to their freaking bodies yeah yeah they can just like bounce it off <laughs> <laughs> on your throat <laughs> yeah that was crazy um and wasn't there a moment where 
I've almost thought that Don Yen had killed uh, his wife's ex-husband. Like, did you never have that? Like, because she was always, oh, he's just suddenly disappeared, and then um, uh, Don Yen, like, I saw him suddenly at a river, and I thought, like, dude, maybe he just killed her, I killed him, and then he just, like, took over, took took his wife, you know, in, like, some kind of weird Shakespearean theme. Mm-hmm. Um, which, yeah, speaking of Shakespearean themes... Oh, yeah, yeah, there was a lot of there in there, no? Uh, yeah, 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 I mean, definitely the whole... Um, father uh, son relationship right because um, um, his father is just one evil dude like he's played mm-hmm. go ahead no sorry sorry but I was just saying like uh, one thing I don't get about this film is that his dad ever since he abandoned them has been doing nothing but trying to hunt him down so obviously he's highly pissed off but the relationship is really, really mixed signals because the second he saw what happened to his arm, he flipped, screamed, roared that everything in his path moved. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, 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 it was really confusing. Like, I, he, wants him, he wants him dead, but yeah. he got highly pissed off that he lost the arm. Yeah, and like also like he basically wants a Donian's child who's a super cute kid, <laughs> um, but he also wants to kill him with chopsticks? Like, yeah. like, like what is this? Yeah. Like, choose a feeling, dude. Like, there's too many feelings here. So, yeah, I don't That's, know. It was, it was rather confusing, the relationship, no? Marty, man, what, what did you think about that relation, that dad-father relationship there? Um, I'm very grateful for the relationship I have with my own father, actually. That's what I think when I, when I see that one. Because um, that is fucked up, um, quite frankly. Um, it, was a li- it was a little bit extreme, um, but I'll go, along with, just, I'll go along with it just because it's a good movie and it kind of helped the movie along and it, you know, it gave a little bit of substance to that sort of side of the plot. So, yeah, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> 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 yeah so um so no I, I just kind of find out like it, but like you were saying it was a li- it did get a little bit confusing um right towards the end there when he is kind of freaking out and flipping out yeah um, yeah I know I do agree with that um so I'm just trying to find the name of uh the 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 uh yeah his name is I think Jimmy Wang Chu, is that correct? I think I thought I, I'm not hundred percent sure. I'm trying to find it. Did Did you guys any like his dad? Who Who like I gotta say like he is one of the most evil oh, and yeah. scary bad guys I've seen in a while. Right? But but that's because of the scene with the kid, dude. Like no normal human being would ever do that. So. If you do that on camera, that's it. They like you're like the worst of the worst. Yeah, but even before, like when when we he hadn't like um, met Donnie Yen yet, and it was just that guy um, uh, giving him the information about where he was. Even that was like it scared the bejesus out of me. But then when I realized he's also <laughs> like this super good martial artist that can bounce a sword away. Um, and the thing yeah, is, he was one hard mofo. <laughs> oh yeah, and that was one part that, of the movie that I I felt they they they, they didn't make they give gave enough foundation for to kind of uh, 
um, make it plausible. You know, with the whole uh, key energy, chi energy that Takeshi was talking about and all that. So um, he, he, he was seeing that, that Donnie Yen's energy is so big that um, flies don't stick to him and he can like um, make himself stop mid-air and kind of float on tree branches. Um, so when 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 his dad starts to like um, um, knocking off swords, it just didn't feel that it was like complete stupidity, no. So you're saying that it made sense in your head? Yeah, it just felt. <laughs> like, it, I mean, yeah, I, you know, I, we've seen these things, you know. No, but like you're completely right because for me, I followed the same thing, and when the sword bounced off his skin and his throat, I was like. Yeah, that's about right. Because we have seen that in the, you know, those Shaolin uh, monks um, mm-hmm. when they do these kind of uh, uh, demonstrations. I've seen like guys like you put like a spear on their throat and they do not get cut. You know, um, so it it just feels felt plausible. But um, yeah, he just really brought the threat in the last five ten minutes that he was in the movie. It just really. Um, um, yeah, it, it was scary. It was really scary, and uh, it was just—it's just menacing. Yeah, it's constantly menacing. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe like, it's just the size and the bulk he has because he looks kind of like uh, um, the thing from uh, the Fantastic Four. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, or, or Vic Mackey from the Shield. <laughs> yes, thank you. He's the Asian Vic Mackey. <laughs> the Asian Vic Mackey. <laughs> um, Ahmed, you were saying something. No, I was just going to say, no, no, dude, I got the same thing. Like, uh, the last part of the film was, like, my favorite because you start really, really uh, seeing him uh, not for uh, the hero. The whole movie is trying to convey that he's just in a village where he escaped his old life and he's trying to do this. You kind of don't forgive him anymore when they explain what he did in his past yeah. and why he was the second in command, you're like, fuck, dude, I was cheering for you for the past hour or mm. 15 minutes and now, like, complete and utter disappointment. And uh, what really made me think that this character is the same, how uh, how he left uh, Baizhu's wife to drop, well, the master's wife, Kara Hugh. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like, Really, in his acting, at least, he didn't convey to me that he was trying to help her for shit. It yeah. just looked like, uh, all right, well, I'm holding you. The second she opened her mouth, I was like, okay, fuck it, I can't deal with you right <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I got. And I, and I put that with his backstory that they just explained, and he's a ruthless motherfucker. So, uh, yeah. like, in the beginning, when, when, when the film took that crazy left turn of losing the arm, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. But then uh, I started thinking, it's about right. Like, you kind of deserve a little bit of this, man. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I um, I think it... Because it really does put into question, can you redeem yourself after the acts you've done, you know? It's not just like you've killed one person. You've been like a psycho killer that's been killing children, allowing children to be killed in front of you. So it is something that you you really do wonder about, you know. Can was 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 the detective right, you know? Can mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. maybe law should be above humanity when c- certain acts you can't redeem from anymore, you know? And yeah, I think cutting off his arm was was maybe yeah um, a, a small part of his uh, redemption, I guess. It had to be done, dude. Yeah. Like uh, the character was completely messed up for me. Yeah. Can I just again say that? He 
is not the smartest detective like his whole <laughs> uh, his whole Romeo Juliet plan of I'll, I'll acupuncture you until you're almost dead and then I'll wake you up was the most stupid thing I've ever seen <laughs> he is not a good cop he is not a good cop like like um, his plan made me think of one thing I was like fuck dude I can come up with that plan after one night of partying with the guys. Yeah, like, exactly. Nothing makes sense at all, but we still do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it was very elaborate and uh, highly, highly dangerous. <laughs> highly dangerous. Yeah. And then suddenly the, that arm amputation comes out of nowhere. I was like, what the hell? Like, it yeah, that had me almost gasping, going, yeah. oh, fuck. And it, I mean, it ha- really, that was very, very surprising. And it happened so fast that, yeah, I just, I, I wasn't even sure what happened. I was like, what, what, what? His arm is off? He has a fucking arm. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, so that that was kind of crazy. And uh, the, other, the other thing I have to say, like, I was, um, I was looking up these actors after on IMDb. And... Uh, yeah, they say Kara Hughes, the master's wife, and this guy is Tang Long's stepson and Tang Long's uh, brother or something like that. And I was like, what? This wasn't really explained in the in the movie. <laughs> was it? No, no, no. But, uh, dude, I'm, 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 trust me, man, it's our copy, yeah? Or the release copy. Like, they really needed to add a, a bit more details for me for that film. Yeah, yeah, there was a there. There were a few things that I uh, yeah just kind of escaped me, like especially like Cara Hughes' character. I was like, "What? She's what? <laughs> She's his wife?" <laughs> but yeah, okay. So yeah, I think yeah those kind of things like stuck out to me. But um, overall, I mean, I gotta say this was one of the standout martial arts movies I've seen in a while. Um, oh yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I I would strongly recommend people watch Dragon. Oh World. dude, you people need to see that film. Like it's 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 freaking crazy. Yeah, like it's the perfect fusion. If you don't like uh, Asian films or martial arts film, I think this is the one to open the door for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, like Ip Man, I feel it has enough. Um, um, story and movie it, without even the martial arts, you know, it it really. I mean, because it it takes a while until like the real kick-ass action starts. Uh, we have that first fight scene, but after that, it's pretty much until the half of the movie that you don't yeah. really see any action anymore. And I would say there's only probably like three or four fights in this. Um, so it's, yeah, no, not much fighting, dude. But the story is way too strong to carry the rest of the film. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, yeah. So I, I would say it's a strong recommend. Marty, what about you? Oh hell yeah, this is a very good film. Um, I mean, I can't benchmark it against very much, by the way, of uh, other martial arts films because I'm just not that way inclined. I don't really watch very many. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought it was really good. It's a good story. Um, and like I said, I mean, I like the fact that it's quite snappy. Yeah, quite a, a quick, quick, uh, quick film. They, they put it, they put enough in there for. For the duration of the movie, I mean, there's there's enough going on, like, I mean, M- Marty sure likes his quickies. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love them quickies. <laughs> cool, uh, Ahmed man. Any final words on Dragon? Yeah, dude, I don't like quickies. I like to take my time. So, <laughs> so I, 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 the only thing I'm missing in that film is an extra twenty minutes. You know how I like yeah. to know my characters and get into details that's why i prefer tv so yeah yeah 
You know what I mean? But honestly, it's definitely, definitely hands down a must-see film. Yeah. Like, yeah. forget the fact that it's a martial arts thing. It's really a perfect combination for uh, a nice mystery crime fighting film. Yeah, yeah. It really has those elements. It's beautifully shot. It has some That's- great performances. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's really one that people should watch out for. So, yeah, I think um, it's a big recommend from all of us. Um, so, yeah, that's The Dragon. Um, it's coming out uh, 3rd of May in the UK and I think 20 November in uh, 30 November in the States, which is going to be a limited release. Um, but oh. I just, I just okay. hope it's going to be, you know, like available on uh, streaming or on demand and people just come across it, you know. Cool. Um, so I, can't, I guess that's it for this show in any case. Um, guys, um, we, uh, where can people find more of your stuff? Um, uh, you can find me. You can find me at Martin Corley on uh, Twitter, and yeah, that's pretty much it, really. Um, although yeah. I've been very quiet since the beginning of the year. Yeah, and the, your uh, review is also on your podcast. If people want to hear a bit more in detail, what you personally thought about a dragon? Yeah, exactly. That's just youpodcasting dot com forward slash dragon hyphen hyphen yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can find me on Ahmed Tweeting for Twitter or Instagram also at Ahmed Tweeting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Instagramming too. Cool, man. Okay, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. It was a short one, but we'll be back more. We, we really are trying to get you more content. We'll probably be covering the London Indian Film Festival very soon, which I just posted about. I'm very excited about that one. And uh, yeah. Um, so and we're also doing a TV catch-up show, which uh, me and Marty uh, and Ahmed have been talking about for a long time. So we're gonna do that. So keep your eyes out. We we are really back. So thanks for the people that. Oh, just one thing. <laughs> thanks for the people that have been downloading so many episodes, even if we haven't been posting them. Um, it's really cool of you guys. Um, but so in any case, we're back. And thanks for listening. Um, I'm Asim Bernie signing off. <laughs>